Hi, I'm Emily. Hi, I'm Nicole. And this is Yes Dude, the show about shit we like. Hi. <laughs> Hello, Nicole. <laughs> it's always so weird because we talk first. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, how are you, Em? I'm fine. Nicole? Fine. <laughs> so I went to get in the shower last night, right? Mm-hmm. And so you know how tubs go in. It's not like one piece generally. There's like the the shell that goes on afterwards. Mm-hmm. So sometimes when I get in the shower, it'll like, it sounds like it's pulling away from the wall. <laughs> I'm like that. Oh God. Yeah. I'm like, that's, I don't, that's not my problem. <laughs> right. It's still a shower. Right. But it's just like creaky plastic sound. So I went to like, I turned on the water and it came through the faucet just fine. And then I pulled up the thing to make it go up to the shower head and it made that plastic crack noise <laughs> and then like didn't come out of the shower head and i'm like well where's it going then <laughs> oh no yeah i don't know it seems i put in a maintenance request because like so because like it wasn't coming out i'm like okay well i'm gonna put that back down to the faucet because like the water went somewhere mm-hmm. <laughs> pulled it up again to see if it just like needed to readjust or whatever and it like so we have like the crappy shower heads that are just like the one setting right it's like mm-hmm. you get what you get <laughs> so it's mm-hmm. like the metal and then like the plastic inside with the holes in it mm-hmm. but the water was like shooting out from the seam between the plastic and the metal and not like through the holes and i'm like but what's wrong with the hole <laughs> like what's happening yeah it was really weird so i put in a maintenance thing at like 11 last night and they that is weird they came at some point today because I have a new shower head in there. <laughs> Does it work? Yeah. All right. Well. Yeah, I have no idea because I was going to just like take it off and like buy a good one at like Walmart or something. Yeah. <laughs> but they seal it so you can't do that. Suck. Yeah. Also, even if it wasn't sealed, I have a toolbox or a, like a toolkit, but my wrench isn't wide enough. Oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> so I couldn't get it on there anyway to untwist the thing. Suck. Well, I'm... Well, at least I have a new shower head. Yeah. It's just a new version of the same bad one, but... (laughs) (laughs) But all the holes should work now. (laughs) This is true. Steph and I are debating if we want to go get our good shower head from the old condo. (laughs) I say the old condo, our only condo. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you could, it's yours. (laughs) I know. We're trying to decide if we want to do that. But I feel like leaving it there would be, like, a good, like, nice little upgrade... For whoever like moves in, <laughs> like nice finishing. Yeah, we got our painters confirmed today, so that's exciting. We get our carpet estimate on Thursday. So weird, so weird. Yeah, so <laughs> weird. I emailed the realtor today because uh, so we may have a special assessment. So they're wanting the HOA is wanting to like repipe the building. Did I tell you this? Mm-mm. Okay, so the HOA is like wanting to repipe the building, and that can cost like. Up to, like, a couple million dollars. Mm-hmm. And that cost falls, like, strictly on the owners that own in the building, right? And there's only 60 units in there. Or, like, 65 units in there. So, like, that's between 15 and 30 grand, depending on yeah. how much the per unit that they have to pay. So, we are right now in the middle of trying to, like, list our house eventually, like, within the next month. But we're trying to figure out... 
what the cost of the special assessment is going to be. Well, they have, they're still in the super early like planning stages. So we're like hoping to sell it before like any cost gets approved. So we can just be like, oh, hey, here's $5,000 to put towards the, the special assessment when you get it. Like no big deal. Yeah. But if it like, we only put up five grand and it's 30 grand and that's kind of a problem. <laughs> yeah. You're basically just adding 25 onto whatever the sell price is. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> we're hoping to get that sold sooner rather than later and that they don't decide on a contractor before we sell yeah <laughs> but i emailed our realtor today because uh, she we attended the virtual HOA meeting last week and she's like so how'd that meeting go and i was like oh uh good kind of like it sounds like they're still in the super early planning stages like they haven't even put a bid out to any contractors yet and she's like oh that's great like we could roll with that. Like, good. Good. Exciting times. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Should we start? Yeah. Okay. You go first. I do. Okay. Let's see if I can. We propose. We proponed. <laughs> we postponed <laughs> for a week. So let's see if I remember what any of my notes mean. <laughs> <laughs> let's play this fun game. Okay. Are you ready for yes. my first topic? Yes. It's chocolate milk. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> so good. Okay, I'm gonna drink water. <laughs> Have some water. Most people attribute the creation of chocolate milk to Sir Hans Sloan. I feel like I'm talking weird. If I'm talking weird, it's because I got new headphones. <laughs> and they're like big headphones and I feel really echoey like I'm talking inside my head. Anyway, back to my notes. <laughs> Sir Hans Sloan was an Irish sir. <laughs> he, was, he was an Irish sir. No, he was a doctor. And I, it, I, it's not clear if he was going to medical school in Jamaica or if he went to Jamaica as a doctor after medical school. Either way, okay. it was the 1680s <laughs> is when he okay. was in Jamaica. Right. Because he was like 27 and that was like 1687, I think. So somewhere in the 1680s is when people say that chocolate milk was created by Sir Hans Sloan. The Jamaican people gave him a cocoa made of chocolate, <laughs> you know, not like hot cocoa powder like we know it today, but yeah. some sort of mix of chocolate and water, which he was not a fan of because, as you know, chocolate, we add sugar to chocolate. <laughs> it's it's just, very bitter and it's yeah. for pure form. Yeah. So he eventually mixed up his own little cocoa drink and replaced the water with milk and added sugar. Which sounds delicious. Yeah. It also dude, kind of just sounds like chocolate milk because nobody says that it was heated up anywhere. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know that it was heated up. In 1689, he went back to Europe, brought the drink with him, and it was sold in apothecaries as a medicine. Which, some people say that chocolate milk is better for you than regular milk. For reasons that I don't remember anymore. <laughs> And also, I, I can get some insight. I didn't take notes on that because I, that wasn't what I was focused on. But a lot of athletes drink it after a workout because it's got the sugar in it, and also it's like got the protein in it, so it's like a double whammy. So it helps you recover. Well, I don't so mean. I know that's why athletes. Yeah, I don't mean like as a recovery drink. I mean like in general to give to your children. Like they, some people say that chocolate milk is better for you than regular milk, and adding the sugar would counterbalance the. Good for you, Ness. Yes. Well, probably not the actual origin of chocolate milk as a drink, because 
Europeans tend to take anything that Europeans did <laughs> as the, like, a ridge. They actually learned about chocolate from Columbus, right? Because he came over and was in that area and then took some chocolate back to Europe. So that was in... Hell, I don't know. How long was he here? <laughs> I don't know. I know. Me either. 1492. Yeah. 1492, <laughs> so I was going to say the 1400s, but I'm going to guess so like, 1500s. Yeah, probably early 1500s. Yeah. Because he made several voyages, didn't he? Well, yeah. Anyway. And there is record of Jamaicans uh, having a brewed cocoa with milk and cinnamon in 1494. So, like, this Irish dude probably didn't invent it in the way that people mean the word invent, but he at least brought it to Europe and popularized it. Fair enough. And God bless him for it. <laughs> right? <laughs> so chocolate good. milk is delicious. I have the top thing. 10 chocolate milks from blog that I don't remember. <laughs> Would you like to hear them? Yes. So this is dairy and non-dairy. Okay. So if you would like to take any guesses, let me know. Okay. I have the top 10. There was like 15 or something. And I'm like, eh, I'm just going to write 10. Not that five would have made much more of a difference. The top 10 chocolate milks. Yes. Well, I have to go with popularity. You do. I'm going from 10 to one. Okay. Okay. Number 10. If you want to take a guess for any of them, let me know. If not... I just want to say a couple that might be, I think, might be on the list. Mm -hmm. Okay. So one, I think, obviously, Nesquik. Okay. And then Ovaltine. Okay. I think is probably on there. And then I just have to say, like, I don't know if this is a brand nationwide, but, like, Darigold chocolate milk for me is, like, my favorite. So I don't know if that, like, is also on there. So those are my three guesses that will be on the top ten. Okay. I'm glad you were talking for that because a plane or helicopter or something flew over my apartment. (laughs) I heard that and I was like, what yeah. is that? <laughs> I can edit it out if I wasn't talking. You got one of them. <laughs> okay. Remember, again, this was a blog. Someone tasted chocolate milk and was like, this is the order. <laughs> so okay. this isn't like a definitive like national taste test. Number 10, silk chocolate soy milk. Okay. It's pretty good. I have not tried that. I have. I don't often get chocolate milk, but <laughs> yeah, silk is fine. I got no problems with silk. Number nine, Whole Foods 365. So like the Whole Foods house brand. Mm-hmm. Not had it. I've been to a Whole Foods 365 because there's one in Silver Lake next to the reservoir and I used to walk at the reservoir. I don't go to Whole Foods very often. Me either. They're expensive. They are. And that's why I don't go there. And also, they're always like difficult to get to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're never that's near part of you. The reason I don't go to, this, don't go to the local one. Yeah. Number eight, Horizon Organic Low Fat. You know, okay. the, the one, the red the little, red. yeah, with the cow on the it, I think. cow on it. Yeah. Not had it. Me either. Apparently it's good. Number seven, not heard of this. It might be an East Coast thing. Ronnie Brook Cream Line. I think it came in a yep. glass bottle. Also, apparently it was expensive. <laughs> it was expensive and only number seven. So... Okay. That's what that says about that, I guess. Number six, Oatly Oat Drink Chocolate Flavor. Okay. I had, when I wrote these, it's because I had chocolate milk in my fridge. I had, I don't know if it was Oatly or Planet Oat. I think it was probably Planet Oat. It was dark chocolate milk, whatever it was. It was oat milk and it was dark chocolate and it was delicious. All right. Number five, 
not technically milk. Yoohoo. Oh, okay. It is a beverage. It's a chocolate beverage. They can't call it milk. No. That's against the law, I think. Uh, number four. Dairy Gold. Old Fashioned. Yes! <laughs> I got one of them. Yeah. The best kind. Yeah. Number three. Fairlife. Never had anything from Fairlife. I actually have had their chocolate milk before. It came in my GovPuff order as like an extra. Mm-hmm. And if I recall, it was damn good. Yeah, it was number three on this list. Beat out Daragold. Mm-hmm. Number two. Trader Joe's chocolate whole milk. I enjoy Trader Joe's. Apparently their Me chocolate too. milk is good. You might have to try it. I might have to try it. And number one. Would you like <laughs> Would you like to guess number one? Did I already guess it? No. You only had Daragold. No? Okay. <laughs> Moonstruck drinking chocolate? I don't know. Surprisingly close. Promised Land Midnight Chocolate Whole Milk. Okay. <laughs> we're going with brands nobody's heard of. And words <laughs> that sound kind of similar. <laughs> <laughs> then you got it. All right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know uh, Promised Land. I don't know that brand. Midnight Me sounds like dark chocolate, though. And I'm into that. It sounds very, very dark chocolatey and very silky. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, I think Promised Land and Ronnie Brook might be regional, but okay. chocolate milk is the best. Yes, it is. It is so good. My favorite thing to do in elementary school was get the chocolate milk and mm-hmm. stick a straw in it and pretend I was real fancy. I feel real bad for all the straws that I didn't necessarily need to use, <laughs> but drinking chocolate milk out of a straw in elementary school was my shit. Yeah. I don't know why I remember that, but I do. <laughs> we didn't have milk in elementary school. But I never used a straw when I did have milk. Yeah, when I got older, I didn't because I just drank it straight from the carton. Mm-hmm. But always one with the chocolate milk, <laughs> never the regular. Always. Sometimes I get like the skim, but the chocolate's the best kind. Mm-hmm. The best kind. Yeah, you ever dipped your Oreos in chocolate milk? Oh my god, no, I haven't. <laughs> See, that never <laughs> even occurs to anyone. I did that. No, I was like, I was in high school. And I started drinking, I stopped drinking regular milk in high school because I'm like, ew, gross. <laughs> why? Would <Yeah>. I, why? <laughs> but I would get like silk and stuff. And I was like, I've had an epiphany. Why has nobody tried this? Also, non-dairy milk's not great for dunking Oreos because it doesn't break down the cookie. The same. The same. I mean, it does the same. It takes way longer. But it's real good. You should try with chocolate milk. All right. I will have to try that. I... That did not occur to me. Yeah. Because the chocolate, the milks are, the cookies are already chocolate. <laughs> but. Yeah. Also Wild. the ad campaigns. <laughs> now I'm like wanting some chocolate milk. Right. It's so good. Moonstruck has what they call a drinking chocolate and it is delish. Mm. So good. It you is. talked about Moonstruck. I did. I think their drinking chocolate is vegan or at least one, uh, some of them. I think I looked at their website after we talked about it. <laughs> Burgerville had a Moonstruck drinking chocolate shake once. That was bomb diggity. Yum. Yes. If we're talking about shakes now, Fat Burger. <laughs> have you ever been to Fat Burger? I don't think you have them up there. No, do you? I have not. No. So I like Fat Burger. They have an Impossible Burger, but I prefer just the regular veggie burger. It's just like a Poca Burger. Anyway, they have. It's basically like a Dick's situation, right? Like they have the burger. I mean, their burgers are more involved than that, but they have the burger, they have the fries, they have the shakes, and then they might also have onion rings. I don't know. But 
they now have vegan shakes at Fatburger. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Yeah, they use Craig's vegan shake base. I don't know. It, I, it's definitely Craig. But, and then coconut whipped cream. And I'm like, are you shitting me? <laughs> I need that right now. <laughs> Do you have a Fatburger down there? Yeah, that's why I know about that. Because I was looking at it on DoorDash. I ordered it okay. that night, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but they do the fat fries, which are good. What are those? You know, the fat ones. <laughs> oh, like steak fries. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> God, now I need, like, chocolate milk and fries in my life. What is wrong? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> you just ate dinner, too. <laughs> I did, like, not even that long ago. Like, an yeah. hour ago. Yep. The heck? <laughs> I don't even want the fries. I really just want the chocolate and the salt. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's your next My turn. topic? First topic. Okay. So Emily said we postponed. And part of that reason is because I just kind of burn out on life. So when I get burned out on life, I try to think about things that make me happy. Which is and the point of, of the, the show. That makes me happy. Huh? Which is the point of the show. Yes, exactly. But I got to thinking and... My friends make me happy, and I have not <laughs> talked about my friends yet on the show. So, <laughs> sorry, are you talking about your friends or friends in general? The concept of friends. My friends. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, so the concept of friends is still open. <laughs> I mean, kind of, yes. So, like, I do have, like, other, like, notes as to, like, why friends are important. Okay. Because, <laughs> uh, like, obviously they make you less lonely. Yeah. Hello. We all need that. It reduces stress to being able to be like, hey, how are you? Like us last year. Like my stress has been reduced greatly because you and I have been <laughs> able to like hang out and talk. Emotional support when times get rough. Uh, I am really grateful that you <laughs> have been super understanding the last couple of weeks because life has just been kind of wild. And I think it's finally catching up to me. <laughs> and then a sense of belonging. Like friends give you just like the sense of community, sense of belonging, sense of purpose in the world. And... I have some pretty kick-ass friends who are really good at that. So friends also kind of shape who we are, I think, as people. They push us to be better people. And as I've talked about on former episodes, is that just cha- pushes you to grow. And I'm all about growth. So, like, not only do they change, challenge me necessarily, like, in my own ideals, but they challenge me physically, too. Like, you and I doing, like, yoga challenges and, like, just holding each other accountable in various different life life goals is, is cool. So... I'm going to start with some of my oldest friends, and then you can jump in when you see fit. Okay. Okay. So, my first and oldest friend is my little sister. So, Ray. I know I've probably mentioned her on the show several times, mm-hmm. but she is my little sister. We're four and a half years apart. Um, she is a cool chick, actually. Uh, her and I are similar, but also not similar. We have a lot of the same... We can Now that we're adults, we can finally like connect. A little bit more. Mm-hmm. I mean, even our age gap. I was 16 when she was 12. So, like, that's... And when I was 21, she was 17. That's a big age gap in and of itself. Um, so now that we're older, like, we can kind of connect. And I more or less have considered her more of a friend. My sister, obviously. But definitely she's kind of, like, filling that friend role now more than in the past. Just because we can relate. <laughs> yeah. So she's at the top of my list. The next two are kind of... Came into my life around the same time. So... Uh, first one is Angel. So she and I met in kindergarten. I think we were friends in kindergarten and played like basketball on the same team, but didn't really like become friends friends until like 
the fourth and fifth grade. Fifth grade is the year we like became besties. I think we're not. Gonna, and I have had our. We're not going to put but, anyone on blast, are we? Or like dox them? Uh, oh no! <laughs> okay. No, 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 no. Just making uh, sure. No, Angel and I are have had our ups and downs, but I think that's just because we needed to grow in our own separate directions. And her and I are our friends. I was in her wedding. Uh, Shelby at mine. Like, when I think, I mean, her and I have, at this point have been friends for over twenty five years, so we've been around that long. <laughs> it's probably a solid friendship. Sarah is my next friend. Me. Yes, I jump this in. Is, this is where you can jump in. Um, so Sarah and I actually. We were in kinder- the same kindergarten class together, um, and she lived down the road from me growing up. And then Sarah and I really started to connect, and, like, we were always close. Like, fourth and fifth grade, I remember us being, clo- like, pretty close. And then once middle school hit, we got even closer, like, when we started doing sports and stuff. And and me! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's also where you come in. <laughs> so then, obviously, Emily shows up in the picture around middle school. Mm, sounds um, good. <laughs> Yep. Right at seventh grade. We played volleyball together, which is kind of like what made us friends in the first place. We had to suffer through... We were both on a volleyball team, yes. Mrs. M. I didn't get much playing time, but... And I was just going to say, we had kind of a B of a coach. Yeah. Literally, I would sit on the bench, and then she would sub me in when a certain player got around to her turn to serve, because... That was apparently the only thing I was good for, and the other girl could not serve. And then I would sub back out on the next rotation. <laughs> Sit was... on the bench the rest of the game. God, screw her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's such an old hag. Yeah. Yes, offense. <laughs> <laughs> but you, me, Angel, and Sarah have all had some pretty good times together. Uh, JC, I also put on this list. JC came around and was she middle school? I think she was right around middle school was when she showed up. Yes. She, she showed up. Grade. In oh, no, it was eighth, eighth grade. grade. Okay. Because she was not in choir seventh grade. So it was definitely eighth okay. grade. Okay. Yes, I totally remember that. Um, so uh, the five of us all just kind of like hung out. Obviously, we had other friends in our friend group, but like I feel like us girls, like really, even like to this day, if we called each other and like needed something. Yeah. I mean, I was in Sarah's wedding. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, a month before Angel's I, wedding. Right. <laughs> I just feel like really lucky to have such like a solid friend group I guess that even though we've like all gone our separate ways are still kind of in contact I think that's pretty cool and then obviously Jacob he is that's me on our list <laughs> You're all as well. right yes well what's really funny is in the seventh and eighth grade Tyler and I were really close like Tyler and I would talk on the phone after school for like hours and hours and hours mm-hmm. Tyler is Jacob's brother and <laughs> Jacob's a few years older than us funny now that Jacob and I are so close and <laughs> yeah well, I mean, I also used to hang out with Tyler because, like, they would... My parents became friends with their parents. Yeah. And, like, Jacob was already in high school and had a truck, so he could, like, go do whatever he wanted, and then, like, they would just bring Tyler over. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, we would... Me and, like, Ashley and Shay and Tyler would play sardines. <laughs> <laughs> and then into high school uh, showed up Chantal. So, funny story about how her and I solidified our friendship so i'm gonna get a little are you gonna are you gonna tell the whole story i'm gonna i'm gonna be real juicy hello adults (laughs) yes (laughs) if there are children listening they should probably not for the next 30 seconds well i don't i mean it's not like graphic but like are their parents listening (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, so Chantal and I met through a mutual friend, someone I consider pretty much family at this point. Uh, Arn? You've met Arn, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I was going to guess Arn. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Chantal and I met through him, and Chantal went to a rival school. And at the time, I was still a virgin, and I was 17. <laughs> Do not spit water out your mouth <laughs> onto my computer. <laughs> All over your microphone. <laughs> we need that. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I was 17. Uh, it was the summer before my 18th birthday in my senior year of high school. So I had met this person from a different school than Chantal and I than Chantal went to. And so the day came and I left my car to park and ride. I went to this guy's house. He came and picked me up. We did the thing. I stayed the <laughs> night. His parents were out of town. That's the only way that happened. <laughs> I we He took me to my car the next morning at the park and ride and my car had gotten broken into. And I had told my parents I was at Chantal's house. <laughs> so I had to call Chantal at six in the morning and be like, Chantal, help me out here, yo. <laughs> I needed a cover for me. And for years, my parents would, like, make jokes of, oh, be uh, watch your car windows when you go up to Chantal's. And I, like, had to go along with it for <laughs> years. They both know now. Okay. Uh, but. <laughs> Did you park at the Castle Rock parking ride? No, dude. Oh, okay. was the, the one up north. The Toodle one? No, oh, okay. the Toodle one. Yeah. So that's how Chantal and my friendship got solidified. Um, and then... Later into, like, my first real job was at a medical office, and I met someone named Becca, and she and I are, we don't see each other a whole lot, but, like, we like to go do things together. <laughs> so oftentimes, like, we'll travel, like, we've been to Vegas, Orlando, we've been to Cabo, we go to concerts, <laughs> like, I'll watch her dogs, or not anymore, because I don't live, live close, but uh, my sister would, like, watch her dogs, like... She's just, like, a cool, chill friend. So she came along later in life. And then, most recently, uh, my close friend, Rindy, who, bless her little heart, is in the hospital. She went into labor pretty early. <laughs> uh, so she's still taking it easy, cooking her little bun in the oven. Um, but she's been in the hospital for the last couple of weeks. But anyways, uh, her and I just have these, like, super similar things about us. Like, from our, from our favorite color to... The things that we wear on the same day, too. <laughs> just, like, a whole bunch of, like, various similarities that were just, like, oh, that, too. Like, it's kind of becoming a running joke. Um, So we call each other just our, like, our sister. So, I don't know. I just feel like I needed to, like, give my friends a shout-out. Uh, I talk about them a lot. And I know I've talked about many of these friends in prior episodes. Yes. So I kind of just wanted to, like... And hopefully this make- will be a treat-treat for the future. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Give you some insight as to who these people are, like, how they play into my life and really Emily's life, too. Yeah, I just wanted to get some info. So, hi, friends. (laughs) (laughs) When this episode goes up, I need to tag them all in it. Be like, guys, made a podcast episode about you. (laughs) And obviously, like, I mean, I I can if you give me their handles. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. I can just tag them in the comments. Oh, I was going to say, obviously, like, I have a shit ton of other friends. Ashley, Shay, Nick, Sean. Like, I have so many that I could have named. Uh, but I had to just kind of pick a few. So I hope you're not offended. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys, too. I promise. All right, Em, what you got? Chantal's the only one who got a good story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> oh, I have lots of stories. Oh, I know. <laughs> we used but, to live uh, together. Yes. <laughs> My second topic. Yes. Is shorts. Oh, yes. It's hot here already. It's supposed to hit almost 80 on Friday. It's supposed to be 79 here on Friday. <laughs> Amateurs. I know. <laughs> it's hot enough in my store that the air kicks on now. That is hot. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's only set at, I think she turned it down to 75 finally, but still. It's got to heat up the entire store. The coldest bits of the store are 75, which means the hottest bits are like 90. 90. <laughs> shorts. All the shorts? Like flowy shorts and jean shorts and... Was that a question? All the shorts. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I mean, sure. I'm not. I haven't done my notes yet. <laughs> okay. I was inquiring. Yeah. Okay. I figured it out. I know what it says now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so shorts were pretty common in Europe and the Americas during the 19th and early 20th centuries for young boys, right? Like you've seen a picture of schoolboys <laughs> in shorts and it's like, why are you wearing a sweater vest? <laughs> yes. What a weird uniform you have. Yes. So once they hit puberty, typically they would receive their first trousers. But they did. Trousers. But little boys did not wear long pants, and older boys did not wear shorts. <laughs> Those are not interchangeable clothing, apparently. This produced the idea that shorts were for young boys only, and men avoided them, as to not look immature. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the 1930s, in the 1930s, I just wrote 1930s. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, shorts were worn for casual comfort by men and women during outdoor activities. You remember last year when I talked about athleisure and there was the shorts protest. Yes. Yeah. That was about that time. <laughs> okay. Because the, the college kids were all like, hey, I'm gonna wear shorts because they're comfy. And all the older people were like, no. don't do it. <laughs> Hide your knees. Hide your kids. <laughs> so. <laughs> That also popped into my head when I said that. <laughs> okay. Uh, by the late 20th century, it was common for men to wear shorts in the summer. I don't know why all of the information on Wikipedia was about men wearing shorts, but that's as far as I got. Because we there. live in a very patriarchal society. But I mean, it's also common for women to wear shorts by the late 20th century. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know who true. wrote that one. Because crop top was universal in its yes in its Wikipedia article, but shorts are the best. I prefer a jean short. I don't like baggy clothes. I'm just not comfortable in them. I want them tight. <laughs> I have okay. It depends on what the piece of clothing is. If I'm comfortable in it with it being tight, absolutely. But if I am like suffering because my pants are too tight, take them off. Well, no. Not, like, too small. Just tight. I want them to fit, but I want them to be snug on my body. Yes. yes. I have a pair of jeans that are not too tight. Like, that fit. But, like, after, like, three hours, I'm just like, get these bitches off. Like, <laughs> I'm done. I am done. Yeah. Shorts are... So, like, the shorts I'm wearing right now are dual layer. <laughs> right? So, like, the underneath is, like, a spandexy short, but also... You're working out in them, and you're gonna either flash everyone or things are gonna pop. It. You don't know what's gonna happen with spandex shorts. <laughs> so there's Jump an around. outer layer that's like a looser track short, and it's like meshy. So just you know to cover everything <laughs> nicely. But 
I like the tight part. If I'm gonna wear like a jean short again, I don't want it baggy. Unless it's like a like a lounge wear. Yeah. I don't want absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. But I like a jean short. A cutoff is fine. If you're gonna cut off your jeans, you have to mark it on your body <laughs> because there's an angle to it that you do not expect. That's absolutely true. Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> true. People will ruin a pair of cutoffs by just cutting straight across. Yes. I really like flowy, like, dress shorts. I have a couple pairs of those. Dude, okay. My last (laughs) Shein order. (laughs) I bought these really cute black flowy shorts, or what I thought were going to be these really cute black flowy shorts, and they were not cute. (laughs) They were square, dude. (laughs) I look like SpongeBob square pants. They looked like parachute pants. It was, but, like... It was the weirdest thing. It was... I was like, these go straight to the donate pile. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe somebody else. It could fit their body, but it is not fitting mine. <laughs> yeah. I do like flowy dress shorts. Um, I also really like jean shorts, if I'm going to go for shorts. Yeah, I prefer a it. jean short. I prefer a jean anything, really. I like it. I like jeans. But shorts are good. It means summer's here. Yes. Yeah, so. That was always the best. Because we lived in the Pacific Northwest and it's like raining all the time. And then finally you can fucking wear shorts on the 4th of July for one day. <laughs> and sunburn and then a couple days in August. Yeah. Oh god, that reminded me of the time we lived by the lake. That summer we spent the 4th of July at the lake. Do you remember that? We walked there and drank Mike's Hards on the way because we were 21. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got to the lake and we were drunk. <laughs> I think that's the day I spilled mics on my shirt. Probably. (laughs) Oh, fun times. Oh, yeah. There's nothing like a small town 4th of July. Right? Where everybody's wearing shorts. Yeah. (sighs) Shorts. I have a pair of basketball shorts. It's the only pair of basketball shorts I own. And they are the shorts that I got in, I think, 7th grade for PE. (laughs) Because we had, like, (laughs) school-issued clothes in my elementary school. But they're comfortable. I just washed them. They're in my laundry basket right now. Because I haven't put them away yet. <laughs> oh, speaking of laundry. I put laundry in before we started recording. My turn? Yes. What's your second topic? Okay. Promise not to hate me. Okay. Is it vaccines? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, it is peeps. Oh, why would I hate you? Because <laughs> some people really hate peeps. I know, right? It's like candy corn. It's just a marshmallow. Calm down. Right? Like, I love the peeps. Uh, specifically the stale peeps, but we'll get there. I don't do all the like crazy flavors, but I no, think once either. they had a watermelon flavor and we got that. And I think that we were also watching Brayden at the time. So he got to have watermelon peeps. <laughs> <laughs> my dad said he bought watermelon peeps this year. Speaking of, I have to go pick up my Easter basket from him. I think I almost did peeps last year. <laughs> I feel like I looked stuff up. I feel, yeah. I also feel like I've wanted to do this for a while, but I just haven't. So here we are. Okay. So for those of you who don't know what peeps are, peeps are marshmallows shaped into baby chicks and more recently bunnies and other shapes. You gotta go chicks every time. Always the chicks. (laughs) The bunnies taste different. I mean, they probably don't. (laughs) They probably don't. (laughs) In my mind, they taste different. Okay, so peeps are made from sugar, corn syrup, a pinch of salt, and various food dyes. So pretty because simple. Because it's marshmallows. <laughs> right? It's literally just sugar. So peeps are made by Just Born, which is based in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. The owner, Sam Bourne, grew up in Russia and immigrated to the U.S. from France. 
I definitely looked this up. <laughs> yeah. I, this sounds very familiar. Born was a candy maker by trade and was responsible for many innovations, including the technology to make chocolate sprinkles and the machinery that mechanically inserted sticks into lollipops in 1960. How did they eat their lollipops before 1960? I know, right? Were they just jawbreakers or something? Only hard candies? <laughs> I don't know. But he was given the keys to San Francisco for making the machinery that sticks the sticks in lollipops. <laughs> okay, San Francisco, calm down. Right? <laughs> You're not even known for lollipops. No. You're known for Ghirardelli chocolate. And clam chowder. See- oh, really? Yeah, the wharf, man. Bread bowl. Oh. <laughs> I know you've never been because we talked about it before. <laughs> I've been to San Francisco. I know you have because you stopped the there wharf. on your way to see me, but you need to go to yes. the wharf. I do need to go to the wharf. I'll go with you. Okay. I'll eat the outside of your bread bowl. <laughs> Perfect. Sam Bourne opened up a... Sh- candy shop in brooklyn new york and it thrived during the great depression so he was able to make the shop or to move the shop to bethlehem pennsylvania in 1932 in 1935 sam Bourne acquired mylard corporation who was well known for their hand decorated chocolates jellies venetian mints and bridge mix which is nuts fruits and what <laughs> nuts fruits and something covered in chocolate raisins pretzels looks like reams rea MS. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it is raisins. I don't know. Uh, anyways, bridge mix. They were known for the bridge mix. I'll look up bridge mix. You keep talking. In 1940, Mike and Ikes were made. Sam Bourne made yum. Mike and Ike. I know we're not talking about just Bourne candies, but yum. Yes, yum. My, the next one's my favorite candy ever. And in the 1950s, they made hot tamales. The cinnamon oh, flavor candies. I love them so much. Oh, sorry. Bridge mix is not what I thought it was. Creams. Oh, I was close. I just didn't have the C. It did say Reams. I was close. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking it was like a trail mix with whatever that last one is covered in chocolate. They're all covered in chocolate. Okay. In 1953, Sam Bourne of Just Bourne, so he named his company Just Bourne, they acquired Rada Candy Company of Lancaster, Pennsylvania in 1953. The Rotta Candy Company was famous for making three-dimensional marshmallow chicks. They took 27 hours to produce, uh, and they were made by squeezing marshmallow through pastry tubes. Now it only takes six minutes to make a peep. Right, because they were handmade before, is what we're saying. (laughs) Exactly. It took 27 hours because they were handmade by marshmallow out of pastry bags. Now they're made by machines. Yes, and and then painted the little eyes on. Yes. I think they might have had beaks. I don't know. They were handmade. (laughs) They do whatever they want. Peeps come in a variety of marshmallows for various seasons of the year, including Easter, Halloween, Christmas, Valentine's Day, and just summer. Mm-hmm. Watermelon flavor. In 1977, the Just Born Candy Company started the Teeny Beanie Jelly Bean. So some fun facts. Just Born produces enough peeps yearly to circle the earth twice. That makes sense. A lot of peeps. What do you think is the best selling color of peeps? Yellow. Yes, you're absolutely right. <laughs> well, that's the only one that actual chicks come in, so... Yellow is the OG color, then pink, lavender, blue, green, and orange. 8,000 bunnies stacked on top of each other reaches the top of the Willis, or formerly known as Sears Tower, in Chicago. It's a lot. 8,000 little peep bunnies. Yeah. It also means absolutely nothing to anyone. <laughs> Americans love to create measurements that mean nothing. <laughs> we do. It's basically just to be like... It's supposed to be like impressive, but 
8,000? I can't picture 8,000 anything. And I don't know what the hell. I've never been to Willis Tower. So. Me either. Don't. <laughs> but I imagine 8,000 being a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Peeps Chicks have 28 calories and the Bunnies have 27.5. They have no fat, but they definitely have sugar. Yes. Uh, in fact, about seven grams of sugar per bunny. Well, because it's all sugar. You're just eating sugar. <laughs> it's straight up just sugar. Mm. Uh, celebrity Peeps fans include Justin Bieber and Joe Jonas. Okay. <laughs> I mean, sure. There were other ones on there too, but I didn't know who they were. Current Peeps flavors are sour watermelon, root beer. They have a sugar-free Peep. They have fruit punch. They have party cake. They have hot cinnamon. They have chocolate pudding. They have cotton candy. And they have coconut dipped in chocolate. Okay. The birthday cake can't be super different from the regular, right? It's just like vanilla. I don't <laughs> or know. Or the party cake or whatever. I don't know. Did not look into that. I've seen all most of those. Yeah, I've, I've definitely not seen, seen most cinnamon. Of those. I have not seen the cinnamon one is new, I think, this year. Yeah. I have not seen the root beer one. That I have. Flipped my bean. <laughs> Flipped or flipped? <laughs> flipped with peas. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the Carroll County Arts Council has a yearly peep show where they hold a contest uh, where people make dioramas and art out of peeps. And they pick the best ones and they win a grand prize. Weird. Right? There are some actually really cool ones on there. <laughs> I bet. So... We talked about the different seasons that they make peeps for. For Halloween, there are little ghosties, little white ghosties, and they have purple cats, and they have orange pumpkins. Why not a black cat? I don't know. For Christmas, they have little green trees. Uh, They have regular peppermint peeps. They have little white snowmen, and then they have little brown gingerbread men. So, I would eat the peppermint one. That sounds good. I would, too. You wouldn't? I would. That sounds good. Oh, yeah. I would absolutely eat the shit out of that. And then 25 to 30% of Just Born Peeps customers like their Peeps stale. You also like circus peanuts. I do like circus peanuts. (laughs) Those come stale already. Exactly. Well, I like them. (laughs) Do you like your regular marshmallows stale? No. Weird. Because it's literally the same thing. Same. Yeah. I mean, I'll eat them if they're stale. Well, yeah. It's a marshmallow. I mean. (laughs) But like... It doesn't bug me if they're not stale. Hmm. How do you eat a peep? The peep? Mm-hmm. I usually eat the head first and then really? the front. So I usually eat the head first and then like I eat around the outside and then pop the middle into my mouth. Weird. Now you gotta go weirdo. smallest to tallest. Like if you're eating a, a chocolate rabbit, you gotta go ears first. <laughs> that's yes. the smallest part. I eat the back first, right? Of okay. the peep, the little yep. tail part. Eat that and then... I think I'd probably just do it in two bites, but <laughs> always the flat part first. <laughs> chomp, chomp. Yeah. I do remember picking the little eyeballs off of them when I was younger. Yeah. Well, yeah. It didn't take 27 hours to get there, so <laughs> no, go <right>? for it. <laughs> it only took six minutes. Mm-hmm. I've never six. had them for any other occasion. I have not either. It was always an Easter thing for us. Yeah, same. Have you ever tried to microwave a peep? No. I've never... I've seen videos of it, but like you're, it's just microwaving a marshmallow. I know what that looks like. Yes, but it turns into a giant chicken, and it's hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I've seen videos. (laughs) (laughs) I was very surprised. I think probably the first time I ever did that, I was like twelve. Yeah, and I was. I just don't want to waste a peep. (laughs) 
like still ate it like <laughs> scooped it off the plate it's still hot marshmallow like of course i'm gonna eat that shit <laughs> so good but yes chicks and then i guess bunnies <laughs> and then i've never had them from any other holiday so it's irrelevant Me either are the ginger the gingerbread men aren't flavored right they're just shaped like gingerbread men yeah, they're just shaped. They're not like gingerbread flavor or anything. Cowards. I know, they're missing an opportunity. You can there. buy a gingerbread good. flavored, gingerbread shaped marshmallows. <laughs> Why would they not do that? Right? I know, I too thought they they missed the boat on that one. Yeah. Well, on that note, uh, if you like what we had to say, give us a rate and review. Five stars, thumbs up, whatever platform you're listening on. Those things help us out. Let people know that you like us. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Yes Dude Podcast. And what's your flavor? Your favorite peep? <laughs> what's your favorite peep? Uh, do you like them stale? Do you like them fluffy? Do you like the bunnies? Do you like the ra- uh, the chips? Bunnies, are like bunnies, and chips. Other than that, we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.